Welcome to an all new episode of Damn That's Good with Big Salinas Barbecue with Randy and Junior Salinas. The show starts now. What is going on, everyone? Welcome to an all new episode of Damn That's Good with Big Salinas Barbecue. I'm Randy. We're joined by my brother Junior Salinas. And we do have our guest that we didn't mention last episode. That is Dave with Still There Sign. Be sure to check out his stuff and get more into that as the show goes on. Uh, but we do got a good fun episode for you. Uh, so without further ado, let's just thank our sponsors, which are Holy Smoke Price Company, Brothers Keepers Barbecue, Prairie Fresh, Mad Cow Cutlery, and of course, Hugger. Be sure to check them out all their social media platforms. Uh, and without further ado, let's get this party started. Turning over to my brother, Junior. Hey, 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 how's it going? Uh, we had a great fun episode as we kicked off the new year, finished off uh, in not so great of uh, playoff fashion as far as our Cowboys were concerned. But uh, it is what it is. But we had a good fun episode. Let's get right to it. Let's hit up our small business shout out. Uh, for me, I have a opportunity more than a shout out. Uh, as some of you know, as some of you may not know, well, know now, I do coach a softball team for a charter school, at, uh, and so we are looking for sponsorships uh, to people to donate some money so we can get the girls uh, uniform, new uniforms instead of old T-shirts with the number on it. Kind of upgrade their stuff on there as it's all volunteer work for me. No. Uh, money in it, just kind of the thrill of trying to help these girls out and help them uh, learn the game of softball because uh, we do have about five or six players that are not new uh, for the leadership prep uh, school out here in Frisco, Texas, but they have the leadership prep Lions. So uh, hit me up, Junior Salinas, on Facebook or any of the social medias if you are interested, and we can discuss it further in detail. Randy, what you got? Uh, so my small business shout out is going to be Chard 380. Uh, if you're in the McKinney area and looking for some uh, barbecue supplies, new grills, rub sauces, uh, hit up Chard 380 in McKinney. Um, that is my small business shout out. And then been following on our social media sites, like I've been telling y'all, stay up to date on what we got coming. Uh, first topic of the day is going to be that brisket class I'm going to be doing at Chard. Uh, on February 19th, which will be on a Sunday. Uh, so it'll be 4 o'clock p.m., come out uh, for $50, and you'll get to talk brisket with me. I'll tell you how we go. I go into selecting brisket, trimming it, cooking process, you know, injecting, all that kind of stuff. Um, it'll be kind of fun. We'll have some beer there, believe some cocktails. Uh, and then, of course, we'll be giving some stuff away as well. Uh, so definitely if you're in that McKinney area and want to learn some brisket, uh, new, beginner, you know, professional, you just want to, you know, talk brisket, definitely come out and see me and Sean at Char 380. Uh, it's going to be a fun one. Uh, that is my small business shout out. Shout out. So definitely can't look forward to that. Uh, and then what have you been up to, Junior? And what have you been up to, Dave, cooking-wise? What, what have y'all cooked up lately? We'll let you go first, Dave, since you're, since you're our guest. Oh, Absolutely. wow. That's really nice. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Well, I've been messing with some of my new products. So uh, everything from some smoked shrimp. I uh, did a little bit of smoked pork the other day over some live oak because I just think that oak is the best thing in the world. 
Um, did a little bit of spatchcock chicken. And um, I don't know, you probably saw my shout out on Taco Tuesday. I did a uh, smoked pork kind of play on a quesadilla where I kind of stacked it like a pancake and folded it over with a fresh tomato cilantro salad. It was right on, right on. Uh, for me, was a interesting mess up on, uh, what was it, Mon uh, Sunday. It was real windy, real fighting it. Not Mon not Sunday. Sunday we cooked steaks. That was a home run like always. Uh, I've got that, you know, in my Weber kettle, get that down. Um, anytime I say it's a home run, that's usually because the little one I have ate it all up. And uh, she's somewhat of a picky eater. So uh, <laughs> when she eats her fair share and some, it's good. Uh, Monday I tried to throw down some ribs. Messed. Could, fought the fire. It was super windy. Could not get that thing to get ignited for anything on there. So it took a little bit while. The smoke, it wasn't really smoky because it was trying to fight the smoke to just get it up to, it was funny, Randy. It was trying to get it up to 200 at one point. It wouldn't even get above 200. I uh, had him finally took, take them off again, take them off, get him back going. Uh, finally got the temperature up. And by that time, it was already three, four, as I'm trying to do it in between work, um, walking out there trying to fight it. But the bark on the ribs actually came out very crispy, which was different than it's used to. Used that uh, holy garlic and the noble rub. So uh, it was a win combination with there. Did sprinkle a little bit of the uh, New England Pitmaster rub on one of the steaks on Sunday. And that was uh, that came out really well as well. But that's what I've been cooking. And then, of course, practicing and working, being like you, stretching myself probably a little too thin, but it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, it's no fun trying to work and, and cook at the same time. Uh, no, it ain't. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah, I hadn't cooked anything. Uh, I didn't cook anything last week because I worked from Sunday through Thursday with a storm hit. Um, and then got kind of stuck at work because I didn't want to make the 45-minute drive home. Uh, in the snow, didn't want to chance in the truck to the state of the hotel because, you know, weren't going to pay for the hotel. Uh, I will stay at a hotel for you and work. Um, easy day, easy money. Uh, and then, so, I mean, just basically been working, staying warm. Uh, and that's basically it. That's why I asked, nice. what, has been, what have y'all been cooking <laughs> lately? I know Dave's always got some good Instagram and photos. So if you're definitely looking for some good ideas, check out his page uh, or any other groups that he's in because he makes some killer food. It always makes me hungry every time I see it. There you go. That's it. Appreciate it, fellas. But, uh, we'll dive right into it. So you're, you're the guest of honor today, Dave. How did Still There Shine Sauce, how did that come about um, and all that? So just tell, well, tell your story. It, it, it's kind of a, a kind of a weird path, if you will. So for those of you that don't know a lot about me, I actually cut my teeth in the food industry ever since I was 14 years old and uh, went to CIA New York, became a certified executive chef with the ACF and uh, cooked professionally as a certified executive chef for about 35 years. And uh, back in 2013, I left and went out on my own just making a little sauce, just trying to mess with it. And uh, boom, here it is. Uh, took a hard look at barbecue sauce during the, my career and all that and things that I had done. And 
realized it seemed like a, a lot of the products on this shelf and, and that were at market uh, were kind of all the same thing. Kind of just a thick, gluey tomato base thing. And uh, so I kind of thought about the end user first. So I kind of thought about it going backwards. If I was a dude or some lady at the grill or the smoker using my product, what would excite me about it? And uh, so I thought about that first and then worked backwards into a process that uh, takes a little bit longer. Well, no, it takes a lot longer, I should say. And uh, but 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 has done well. It's been 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 accepted well and, and, and has done well by me. Um, you know, the fact that we don't buy a commercial ketchup, we make our own ketchup. The fact that when we smoke things and we have a smoked flavor in our products, it's, it's either from a paprika, a pepper or actually hardwood smoke. So, you know, that's how I got started in it. I, I, I didn't cook barbecue professionally. I mean, I cooked all over the place in country clubs and uh, whatnot, but um, just had to make something different. It was just, it just seemed like there needed to be a, a little bit of a change. And I'm by no means going to change the world, but uh, I think I've carved out a good niche with, with a clean, different, unique product line. Yeah, I definitely have. Yeah, I'm with you there. All those. The store-bought sauces are really kind of thick. That's why I was kind of told Junior and them is there's, in my opinion, there's two different types of sauces. There's your thick sauce, which was like kind of like you know your dipping sauce, barbecue sauces, uh, and then you get into stuff that's just going to enhance flavor. So more like a glaze that's thin enough to kind of tack on there to where you can taste it, but you're not going to taste straight barbecue sauce the very very beginning. Um, you know, so definitely, uh, I've had your sauces right in front of you, and I, you know, I told you they're really, really good. Uh, definitely, they are unique. Um, and I did not know you make your own, you know, ketchup and all that. That is, oh yeah, that's yeah, there's it, it's kind, it's kind of a crazy thing because you know, I get every once in a while you get some people that stop by the shop, you know, just to say, hey man, I was, I was in the neighborhood because. You know, if we don't know you're coming, we don't open the door. And, uh, you know, I'll have the smoker out there where I'm I'm smoking tomato paste, onions, garlic, smoking cherries for, for, for the cherry bomb. And people are like, you actually really do that. And I'm thinking, well, yeah, that's why if you call <laughs> me with a giant order some days, it might be a hot minute before I get it to you. You know what I'm saying? Because, you yeah. know, so, sometimes I might be running a little thin, but um you know, I mean, we use only true stuff. There's nothing. I, there's no high fructose corn syrup in my stuff. There's no MSG, no liquid smoke. You know, everything's produced gluten-free. Everything's produced in a train-up-free facility. I mean, that's kind of my whole take on things, you know, making a, a, a good, clean product that still has all the nuances of what a person would think a barbecue sauce or a vinegar sauce or a fruit sauce should be uh, with, with just taking out all the not so good stuff and adding just all really good stuff back to it. So it's, it's, it's been a labor of love, but I, I tell you, it's, it's, it's awesome. I wish I would have done it 20 years ago. <laughs> oh yeah, for, for sure. Yeah. Now, so you smoke, if there's something that's smoke flavor, if it's, you know, the smoke paprika, paprika, you know, you you probably buy that. Uh, but everything else, if you're adding that smoke flavor, you're smoking over what, what kind of wood or charcoal? 
Uh, I, it depends upon what I'm doing. So in my campfire gravy, the smoked onion is done over hickory. In my cherry, the onions and garlic and the cherries done over cherry wood. So it depends upon what I'm smoking to make it happen. If I'm just doing tomato paste, it'll always be hickory. Um, I don't have a lot of, you know, I've got some smack smoked paprika in my, in my products, but, but not enough to, to warrant, you know, anybody saying, well, wow, that's the smoked paprika. Now nah, it's probably because we've smoked onions and the garlic so hard down, uh, to where they've actually gotten sticky sweet, uh, and then made the product. Um, you know, we smoked onions and the garlic four hours, cherries for four hours, Tomato paste usually runs about two, two and a half. Um, and everything's done hot and fast. I don't, I, I'm not looking to spend three days smoking, but um, you know, it's just, I just think it, it, it's a different flavor. It's, it's, it's a different way. It really tastes like you stood at the grill. So now did that come about like trial and error, just trying to, trying to figure out what worked for you, like what worked for each sauce or. Oh yeah. You got to you got to remember, I had 35 years to, to make a bunch of mistakes with it and got paid to make the mistakes. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> definitely, it definitely helped me. You're way past but, that. You know, all, all my products in my product line are things that, that I've used at one point or another in my career, except for the my hot sauce. I, I'd never done a hot sauce before, but, you know, probably for the last three or four years, so many people at festivals and shows and online want me to make a hot sauce. And so I did. And, uh, you know, that's the most different product that I had that honestly took about two years for me to get it right. Cause it was just, you know, just had to, I, I wanted to, to make something that just didn't have a lot of stuff in it. You know, it doesn't have very many ingredients and it's just super clean. Yeah. So which one, the, I'm taking it. The original one was the first, Sauce you oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So the original, you know, that was the first one. And, you know, everybody's got to have something that they want to put Sweet Baby Ray's out of business with. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, that's uh, that's a big, that's a tall order right there. That's a tall order. Yeah, good luck. Good yeah, luck. We're not sure. Sure. We'd all be in Florida right now, fellas. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Now, now, you say your products are gluten-free. Is that correct? Yeah, I man, you're at manufacture everything with gluten-free products. Yeah. And I don't I don't claim gluten-free except on my rubs. I always put that disclaimer that they're made with gluten-free products. Okay. Um, me as a small business, I don't have to test for gluten-free, but you know, I just want to make sure that people know that I'm I'm paying attention to that. So if you see Wishishire in my products, it's probably called Tamari, which is the gluten-free Wishishire. You know, um, I, I it just it's a whole different product. Cool, because I got a I was I, that's fun. I mean, we brought it up, and like I said, it's one of those things a lot of people don't think about when they think of barbecue. They think, oh, it's not gluten free, and there's no options. I had to learn that on my wife's side. They got a bunch of people that are they can't have gluten. They got to have gluten free this and that. So uh, it's nice to have, know there's options for them to have different types of styles and. Uh, rubs and sauces and all that other stuff for them for sure oh yeah a a absolutely a absolutely yeah, it's definitely yeah, trying to get that gluten-free um, lately it's been for for me at least i would say is 
because our sauces are mainly like they're sweet based. Yeah. We tell people when when we say sweet, we're not saying sweet baby Ray's sweet. We're not saying you know drinking a coke and you know taking a bite of candy bar sweet. It's yeah. just <laughs> balance of sweetness mixed with everything else. Yeah. Um, so trying to get people to understand that versus you know as soon as you say sweet, they're like, oh no, I'm, I'm gone. So yeah, I, I get. It. I, I'm with you on that because, you know, I mean, Randy, you know, I've seen you at festivals that, you know, p- people have a, a mindset, you know, of what they think sweet is. And most of them, you're right. You know, they're, they're, they're thinking that thicker, dense product that you get in the store from the big three. And uh, a lot of times they look at your stuff and they try and they go, well, this isn't sweet enough, you know, yeah. which it, cause it doesn't have 18 grams of sugar in it. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> You know, but uh, I, I think it's just all, all in the approach you want to make. There's enough room. It's a very crowded category, as we all know, but there's plenty of room for all of us to uh, get a little piece of the pie. Yes, yes, there is. Now, lately for us, I'm not sure about for you, when someone tries it, you try they try a spicy one. They say it's not spicy enough. They want it spicier. I, I know for his... Yeah. His wife's family, most of them, like, when, when they want it spicy, they want, you know, ghost pepper, scorpion, <laughs> spicy. We're like, we're not, we're never going to make they're, that But they're two ends of the spectrum. Yeah. It's like some are ketchup is too hot, and some is, no, we need it spicy, 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 or we don't even yeah. taste the food. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I get that. Some, you know, I, I guess it's always a progression for me. I got three products that are on the warm end. My, my lip smacking is what I would call a, a mild heat. You know, the pepper in that is it's nothing but crushed red pepper is all it is, but it's in the process on how I mill it and what I do to it prior to making the sauce that brings out a lot of heat, brings all the oil to the top. And then my uh, hottie hottie, which is scotch bonnet driven. And I use the true fruit. I got less than 0.1% powder in it. So it's just for a little boost, but it's all done by true fruit of the pepper. And uh, I mean, that's hot. I mean, it's about 350,000 Scoville. I mean, it's hot, but it's not crazy hot. And then my watermelon with the scorpion pepper, it's just north of a million. And, uh, People say, uh, you know, it's hot, but it's not real hot. At the last festival I was at, this lady said, well, you know, it's hot if it gives me the hiccups. And she took a taste of it, and it tastes like watermelon right off the bat. And she goes, well, I guess it's not going to make me hiccup. And about as soon as she did said that, all of a sudden she couldn't stop. <laughs> said, well, I guess it's hot enough. Yeah. But, you know, I think, I think you know, to your point, some of those products uh, – it's just all hot and, and no flavor. It, there's no, this would make me come back and want to eat this on something. You know what I mean? You know, if you're just trying to cowboy up and, you know, good luck with that, you know, good luck with that. You know, over here in Carolina, I live just north of Pucker Butt down there in Fort Mill, South Carolina, and you, you want something hot. I tell my friend Ed Curry to send you something hot. There ain't no doubt about that. <laughs> No, no, no. Yeah, you see, that's the thing. I was like, I want, you know, I don't want a little spice, but I, don't, I want to be able to taste the flavor, the seasonings. I don't want all this heat on there. And it was funny because they made wings or something one day and they were like, yeah, this is too hot. I don't even taste the chicken in this. I was like, 
Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, and you uh, know what I find a lot of times, and you guys, I'm sure, find it out there where you are, is that a lot of people with these products that make them hot, they add a lot of the patter to it. Well, the powder is always going to make it hot because it's so concentrated. But, you know, I think that's where, to, to, to your point, Junior, of, of getting the flavor profile, if you use the actual pepper, well, then you get a whole lot more flavor with a good bit of heat rather than something that's going to melt your face off and then you can't taste anything at all. Correct. I would think you want to taste your food. You're spending all that time cooking it. Uh, <laughs> that's just me. I don't know. Maybe I'm odd. I guess. Grocery sure aren't cheap these days. That's for sure. <laughs> that's big time back. Now, what uh, what are your top sellers? Like, talking. Let's talk top first. So, pig polish, which is my blackberry, my NC mop, which is my vinegar sauce, and always my mustard sauce. I mean, always mustard and mop sauce are always at the top and pig polish since it won some awards is really taken off. But, you know, people are a little hesitant when they see a purple barbecue sauce. They're, they're like, man, I mean, what are you doing to it? But when they read the ingredient, the first ingredient is blackberries. And that's honestly where it stops for them. They're like, wow, this is crazy good. And just the the versatility of the product, you know, um, I always tell people, be like, man, you got a lot to say about it. And I said, well, if I don't tell you a lot and give you a lot of suggestions in the 20 seconds I got you in front of me, you know, you only think of me from Memorial Day to Labor Day. And, yep. you know, nowadays, you guys know, that's just not the way it is nowadays. You know, no. you, you go to these pages and these guys are smoking in three feet of snow nowadays, you know, and that never used to be like that. Yeah, that, that is that the is definitely that one is really really good. Yeah, it's crazy. That one and that, the cherry one, uh, I would highly recommend to someone listening if you're wanting some different sauces. Give those two definitely a try. Yeah, and I mean on the rub side, you know what's the most? My butt rub always sells really well. Um, my wing goop, my yard bird, and probably lately my coffee rub has really taken off. And now that I'm getting over here, we're getting ready to get into uh, all the hunting shows. And um, I, I will tell you that there's there, there's not a, a hunter that comes at these things that, that doesn't buy my coffee rub for, for turkey or venison. It's ridiculous how much of that they buy. Oh, yeah, I believe it. That, that coffee rub, I used it on some on a steak before, and that one was really, really good. Uh, it's crazy good. Yeah. That one, the butt rub, is I had is really good. Uh, and what is it? The barbecue one? Like yeah, that barbecue good? one, yeah. you know, and, and you know, and you've used it. I mean, I mean, that's kind of like my all around deal right there. I mean, you know, it's one like you don't have to think about stuff. It really works on everything. Yeah, it really does. Yeah, that and that coffee rub. Yeah, you can definitely taste the coffee in it from the moment. Like you can smell it out of the bottle. You can taste it in your hand. You cook it and you can still taste some of that flavor of it. Oh, yeah. It really makes it really, really good. Uh, definitely, I could see why the hunters use it on venison or uh, any kind of wild game. Um, yeah, they they love it. They love it. Uh, and then what, what others? How many sauces do you have? I know you have a whole bunch. Oh, yeah. I got 11 sauces and nine rubs. 
And uh, like we were talking before we got started, I got at least two more products coming out this year for sauces and at least two rubs, maybe a third rub. Um, I definitely want to get that, that other hot sauce out if I think I can manage it. Um, because you know, the other side of what I do is I make all my products, but I'm also a co-packer for about 40 other people. So, um, I, I stay fairly busy. I stay fairly busy. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You have a lot That's an your- understatement. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot uh, yeah we do we do pretty good we we do pretty good for a little small outfit oh yeah i believe it. i mean just co-packing yourself for just yours is gonna people don't understand that takes a while just for one one barbecue sauce and one rub and then you add in you know 11 and 9 and then you add in now 40 different companies as well if they have just one product that's oh, yeah. I, I got a lot of, you know, we pump a variety of products. I mean, you know, not only barbecue sauces and rubs, but, you know, we do some elderberry syrups. We do uh, this hot chili oil and this thing is freaking hot um, that, that we do for a guy out of Vermont. I mean, you know, we, we, we do a bunch of stuff, you know, we do a bunch of stuff, but, but keeping true to the whole gluten-free environment, no tree nut environment, you know, that whole deal there, you know, just that way I don't got to go through a bunch of headaches with the FDA or anything like that. You know, I can, you know, they can see that everything's clean and and good to go. Yeah. Now those 40 other companies, are they kind of local or throughout the United States? Oh no, they're all over the place. They are all, I mean, we do Kentucky, we do Vermont, uh, we've done New York. I'm getting ready to do a lady out of New Jersey. And I don't, you know, I mean, everybody knows my barbecue sauce uh, website, but, you know, people don't realize I actually have a manufacturing website that honestly, until about a year and a half ago, two years ago, I didn't even have one. So if I was making your product is because someone told you about me or we had a conversation because I, I have to be able to control it. It gets to be too crazy because everybody wants you to make everything for them. Yeah, you kind of have to limit what you what you got because if you get too much on your plate, then someone's gonna have to take a backseat to it. Well, you know, and I mean, I'm I'm what in 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 the co-pack world. I'm just I'm just a small fish in a pond, you know. But you know, there's guys out there that you know have the 120, 130,000 square foot facility, and I don't have that, and don't, don't want to have that. I think I'm more interested in the relationship with who I'm making products for rather than worrying about their money. You know, money's always going to be there from them, but you know, I want to make sure they're comfortable with what I'm doing and they got an issue or they got something they want to talk about. You know, I'm available to make sure I can do that for them. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, now, so one question that kind of we, me and Jenna kind of discussed uh, before is the whole created process. So when you come up with different rubs, like the new ones you got coming or different sauces, uh, is it someone coming up with an idea or are you just kind of, you know, hey, what about we doing something like this? Uh, well, I would say it's kind of a hybrid of both those situations. I, I think, uh, you know, I, I kind of sit around and think about it and I, I look at my product lineup and I think, you know, what don't I have? And, uh, you know, I do some reading and look at some of the other guys, you know, what they got going on and what I see, 
people are doing and what's trending and all those kinds of things. And I'm, and, and I mean, to be honest, I'm usually six months behind on all that, but <laughs> I think even when I bring it to market and it's accepted, well, it's just a simple fact that I, I just don't complicate it, you know? So like you were talking about my coffee rub, it is not a complicated item. I mean, it's got like six ingredients in it. That's it. There's nothing complicated about it. It's just in how I mill it and, and how I blend it. That, that, that creates that, you know, the sauces, the sauces, I have a bunch of sauces that I've kept for years. I mean, I probably have 25 products for that, but you know, I'll never get to that point because it's just way too many, but you know, I just bring in slowly bringing something out or, you know, like I said, with the hot sauce, you know, guys or girls ask me, Hey man, what about a hot sauce? We need something hot. Well, okay. You know, you got to go on that adventure, you know, but I always stay fairly true to my North Carolina roots. Um, so pretty much everything I do here um, is, is driven by something about the state, you know, like, like the watermelon, all the watermelon hot sauce, all the watermelon comes from North Carolina. We're the number one watermelon producer in the country. So even the scorpion, scorpion peppers in it come from North Carolina, yep. you know, just up the road, about 50 miles, about a hundred miles up the road. So, you know, I stay true to those roots and, uh, you know, try to make it into a product that, uh, is going to be accepted by, by others. Cause I, the hardest thing for me to ever think is, man, I'm not going to be the one eating this all the time, you know, <laughs> it's always the hardest. So every, all the ingredients that you have in all your stuff comes from that, from North Carolina. No, 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 oh. no. That would be impossible. But I would say on every product, probably at least 40 to 60% come from North Carolina. The rubs are harder uh, because there's no, nobody here that, that, that does a dry ingredient. You know, I have to go elsewhere for that, but so um, like the, the, the peppers or. Oh yeah. That's all here. That's all here. Yeah. I can source that real easy here. Real easy. What yeah, do you have a favorite that. rub? Or sauce that like that's your go-to thing. I think ours, we talked about it last week, Randy. Ours is the holy garlic. That seems to be what we lay down first for almost just about anything. Do you have something like that? That's just that's your go-to thing when you're cooking, or you recommend, hey, start with this and then work. Your I, I, I would say my my wing goop rub is probably a go-to thing for me. Um it, it's People have told me for years, they feel it's my best rub. It doesn't sell the most. Everybody thinks the name butt rub is giggly and everybody buys that. <laughs> you know, see, see, I thought guys, it was great too. Yeah, I thought it was awesome too. <laughs> I mean, you know, you go to a festivals and ladies pick this butt rub up with their husband saying, they're going, oh, we're going to get some of this. You know, I mean, it's just funny. But I would say my wing goop for my rub and I would say for my sauce. Oh, that's a tough one there. Um, I would say on any, any given day, my vinegar sauce, cause it's got a little bite to it. Um, or if I would eat something tomato driven, it would probably be lip smacking or hottie hottie. Okay. So now if you were, if you were stranded on a desert Island, uh -oh. one sauce, what sauce would that be? You can only have <laughs> one sauce for the whole time. Uh, wow. You and your questions. I, I would have to pick either cherry bomb or pig polish. 
because I think given the overall game of everything, I'm on a, I'm on an island. It pair, they pair well with just about anything. You can't go wrong with either one of them. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, see, for me, if I had to pick one of our sauces, it'd probably be that peach sauce. Uh, yeah, your peach sauce is banging. Definitely is. There's nothing like that pig polish or that cherry bomb. Uh, yeah, and you know, my my, 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 my my peach sauce is so different from everybody else's. It's got that little bite of jalapeno in it. But I mean, like, you know, like everything else, you know, I start with peaches. I don't start with an extract or a, a puree. It's just, it's the actual fruit. Yeah. Yeah, it's just finding what, what your particular taste is first and then going from, okay, well, someone else like this. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I mean, a lot, a lot of times, you know, and, and I mean, you fellas run into this, you know, people don't realize that there's a difference between a fruit puree and an, and an aseptic fruit puree. You know, there's a huge difference. And, uh, you know, I choose not to use the aseptic part. I just use the fruit, yeah. you know. Yep. Yeah, I have, yeah, I have a buddy that he makes – uh, some stuff with you know fruits and stuff, and he ran into the problem of it um, fermenting on some of them. Um, and he's like, "How did how do you get it to stop him? Like, well, you have to cook it hot enough to get everything to cook out of it. Well, also, probably needs to adjust something that's going to prevent it. Yeah, well, and I mean acetic acid, vinegar, vinegar takes that away real quick. Yeah. Yeah, and see, that's so, I mean, we, I don't have to worry about it because you know, vinegar is in the tomato that we use, yeah, because we use ketchup. Um, yeah, he, he's not using anything, any vinegar in there, so he had to, yeah, think it's tough. The box, like, you're gonna have to cook it hot enough to get you know, to kind of prevent, sure, yeah, you kind of got at that point, you have to think like a like a moonshiner, kind of the kind of how to. Yeah, how you, you got to think, think like a chemist. That's for sure. <laughs> that is for sure. You got to think outside the box. Yeah, you do. But yeah, definitely, uh, definitely trying to find some unique flavors. Um, so that's you know, question that he had, you know, in a previous episode um, that I'll, I'll ask because it was it was definitely a good question he asked me. Uh, if you have, let's say, a new customer come up to you and they want to know, hey, I'm cooking, let's say, a, you know, some ribs. Uh, what's your what's that combination you're recommending? Well, first I'd ask them beef or pork because they never tell you. They say ribs, and that doesn't mean anything to me. I mean, he, you know, I don't know if you've ever gotten this, but I actually had a guy tell me, I actually had a guy tell me lamb ribs one time. Yeah. So, you know, that was tough, you know, figuring that out. But I would say if it was pork, I'm always going to tell you, go with my butt rub or my yard bird rub, uh, you know, and I'm always a combination guy to where I like to, to I salt and pepper my protein. I rub that base of my mustard sauce on it. I let that sit for about an hour. I dust it with my butt rub and I put it in the cooler overnight. And I like to leave it in the cooler uncovered overnight. That way it kind of, gets get, gets a little bit of that hard hard crust on it you know that that deckle on there and then i like to go ahead and bring it out the next day little another dust and a rub in the smoker you go you know if you're going to do beef ribs 
I really like my coffee or brisket rub on a beef rib. And I like to take with the beef rib. I like to uh, brush them real well with my vinegar sauce because that high vinegar content break, breaks that, that muscle fiber down a little bit better and kind of helps to soften that molecule up. And then I, all I do is dust it and sauce it. Oh, yeah. Definitely some, some beef ribs like that are definitely delicious. Oh, yeah. Lamb ribs. No. I've never we've we've never had lamb ribs before. Lamb ribs? No, we've had I mean, uh, that, venison. Yeah. Well, that's nothing you're gonna run into, you know. On a <laughs> daily basis, you know. I told him. I said the only thing I would do is I put some of my barbecue rub on it and brush some of my original sauce on it because you know you're thinking you know lamb, you're thinking Greek, you're thinking tomato, you're thinking feta, you're thinking that's that true. rich almost umami level there. So, you know, that's what I told him. He didn't tell me I was wrong, so okay. Yeah, definitely not wrong. And as I'm glancing on your website right now, uh, looking at locations, I noticed you're all the way in France. How did that happen? Yeah, on a platform that I sell on on the internet. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was looking at your locations and I was like, oh wow, he's all he's in France. That's, that's yeah, impressive. I got a lot going on. Yeah. <laughs> It's crazy. It's crazy how people find you. It's just crazy. Oh, I believe it. I can believe it. I think we had a goal one time was in all 50 states we hit. And I was like, now let's let's spread it out. But uh I think with COVID and all that, it's kind of taking a a step back on it. What is your favorite? If you had one thing you were gonna cook, the last meal you could ever cook, what would it be? That's easy. I, I, well, I'm going to tell you, I grew up in Balmer City, Maryland, and I'm I'm a soft crab lover. And it would be soft crabs all day long. And I'd pair it with my vinegar sauce and mustard sauce. Done. It'd be that easy for me. He's been thinking about that. Man, I love a soft crab. Yeah. Uh, we don't got fresh stuff here, so... <laughs> We don't know what it's like to have fresh, freshness that's up there for sure. So how did you get from Maryland to North Carolina? How did that? I, well, when I graduated from culinary in New York, I, well, I think I was 20 or 21, something like that. Um, I got a job in North Carolina. And I never went north of the Mason-Dixon line ever again. I've just worked the whole su- southern half of the country. So it's been good. It's been real good to me. Yeah. Now, because of your background, because uh, I see you won, you won some awards last year. How, how many awards have your sauces and rubs won? Rubs, I haven't won any awards. Um, and, and I, you know, I think there, I know, I, I know what the reason is, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. My sauces, uh, mustard sauces won twice. Vinegar sauces won three times. Hottie Hottie once. Pig polish once. And lip smacking once. Oh, wow. And that's from the, the Scovy Awards on, or the... No, that's Scovy Awards. That's the Fiery Foods uh, show Zest Fest. And... Um, North Carolina Hot Sauce Festival. Oh, wow. Which is huge. 
I mean, be, be, people don't realize that the North Hot Sauce Festival actually brings people from all over the country to that thing. There's about 190 vendors there for one day, one day oh, in a wow. little tiny town. Yeah. Yeah. There's probably some serious money flying around there. Just one well, I tell you, this town is so small. They do it on about, I don't know, let's call it eight city blocks. And this one day, there's over 11,000 people that attend this event. Oh, wow. It's crazy busy. I couldn't imagine that eight blocks and being that oh, it's wall to wall. It is wall to wall. That's like going to a football game here. This high school. <laughs> yeah. That's, a, yeah. that's a high school game. Yeah. yeah no doubt. <laughs> Wow. And then I know y'all you, you travel around, the, you know. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, you know, I, 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 I came out there to Texas a couple times, and, and they moved that event to the end of the year now, and I, I can't come at the end of the year. It's too hard to take a week off of work to, to come at the end of the year. But uh, I do a lot of stuff in Tennessee, North Carolina, South Carolina. Um, trying to think where else I'm going to go this year. Um those may be all the states I'm going to. I might not be going any farther than that. Um, I start I start first weekend in March at a hunting show called the Dixie Deer Classic in Raleigh, North Carolina. And uh, that's a big show. That's three days, 60,000 people, uh, which is real nice. And then um, I do a beer, bourbon, and barbecue event in the eastern part of the state. And then I go to South Carolina for another hunting show. So... Um, you know, even though, you know, I, I, people are always like, well, you know, you've been doing this for so long, you know, why do you still have to do festivals? Well, think about it, Rain. If I did a festival, I'd never met you. That's true. You know, and that's what it's all about. It's all about meeting people and shaking hands. And, you know, if you buy my product, great. If you don't, you won't forgive me. That's for sure. Yeah. That's a fact. Cause we were talking about that the other day. A, uh, I was explaining to my wife, a local barbecue place that's got other locations that closed around uh, me. And I said, well, I didn't hear good things, reviews. The guy didn't really care and um, what people thought. And she goes, huh? And I said, it's all about the five, the rule. You're going to tell five people how good it is. And then you, then those five people may tell another five people. So you want the impression to be good, not bad. Because you don't want yeah. 10 people or 15 people to know, hey, well, this guy really doesn't care. He just wants to make the money. Uh, so, yeah, I agree with you on the festival. It's real good to get out there, meet and greet. And so they actually get to see the person behind what they're buying for sure. Yeah, and I think people are amazed when they ask, well, you know, wh whose company is is this? And you say, you know, you say yours and that they can't believe that you're out there. And I'm the only one that, that does the festivals. I don't have anybody that does them for me. You, you know, um, sometimes I got to help or sometimes I don't, but most times I'm doing my, doing by myself. I load up and go. Yeah. yeah. No, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, if you, my opinion is, you know, if you have a business, if you're, if you're wanting to, to do it, whether it's barbecue, whatever it is, if you want to do a festival pop up, something like that, you should be there as well because it's more, it's better for you um, you know, just like you said, you know, meeting people. But when someone comes by, if you say, oh, well, it's, you know, it's my dad's business or it's my brother's, it's, you know, son's. If they're not there, in my opinion, it's like, well, do they care? You know, what exactly. they got going on? If you're there, 
then you get they meet you firsthand, and then they can say, okay, well, I've met him, you know, nice guy, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, the whole five thing comes in, and then all of a sudden, bam, bam, bam. Now you're getting Oh, yeah. And, and, and I mean, you, you know, you only get one shot at that first impression. And if they don't like Sally Sue, who's working your booth, they're not going to buy from you. They don't care who you are. It's who that, who that person is they met for the first time. That's what they're going to tag that product with. Yeah, it's true. Very true. Definitely. For sure. Yeah, and that's what I guess a lot of people just don't get that, that it's that first impression and that's it. You know, if you, you're bad on it, uh, it's actually done wonders for, for Randy that I can say and testify to him because he was really shy at first. He's really shy when you get to this, you're around him, and then he opens up and he kind of starts talking. So uh, I know it's helped him in that. So uh, if you're shy hey, and you want to start a product, get after the festivals. It will break it very fast. If you intend to make money and make that connection, it will You'll overcome that fear quick. <laughs> That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, you almost, you almost don't have a choice. You threw yourself into the fire. You, <laughs> yeah, you got to swim. Correct. Quick. Yeah, correct. Because I don't think I could buy anything if I didn't. If the owner was not even there. Oh well, they. I just work for them. They sent you here, and I've never heard of this product. I want to know something about it. I don't know if I could give them my money. That's just. That's me yeah. though. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, just, I mean, I'm not sure if you come across as people who are like, oh, well, I, I'll go out and sell it for you or this and that. I'm like, I don't want someone to sell it for me. I don't want someone to try to do all that because then if they have a question that you can't answer, you're going to have to come to me. So I'd rather, if someone's going to sell the product, I'd rather it be me because I can answer that question, you know, right then and there. Absolutely. Absolutely. I certainly mean, I. I can't afford paying someone for it. So definitely. <laughs> I, hear you. I hear you. Big time fact. Oh, no. <laughs> uh-uh. They're going to want some kind of, you know, if I sell it here, you're going to have to cut me a deal. No, no. We'll cut out the middleman. I'll do it myself. So. Yeah. There you go. Might as well. Because <laughs> the first impression for the store uh, is, is even bigger than selling it to someone, and, you know, you know, just one person because that store. Absolutely. Is going to want to meet you. They're going to want to know who it is, who they're buying it from, and all that kind of stuff. Um, and that's definitely helped us get in some stores and stay in some stores for sure. Um, right? Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah, you do got a lot on the plate this year. Hope you know, safe travels everywhere you go. Yeah, I appreciate it. Now, what? So, what's your, what's your favorite thing to cook? Uh, oh. Well, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm a seafood guy. I don't cook a lot of seafood, but, but I am a seafood guy growing up on the Chesapeake Bay. But uh, I guess if, 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 if you boys were going to swing through and you're going to say, man, let's grub, drink a little liquor, I'd probably say we're probably going to have to do some chicken wings and uh, brine them real good overnight, smoke them just right, grill them, or another way I like to do them is I like to tempura fry them. Gives it that nice crunchy outside. And it's yeah. it's got that nice little bit of soft middle to it. Oh yeah, I'm all about it. I'm all about it. Oh yeah, can be some wings. Sure. Yeah, I don't want to make it complicated, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, sometimes simple is the best way. Ab- absolutely. Nice and simple. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Chicken wings. Ooh. 
What's that? Hungry, what's your ready. go-to drink? Say it again. What's your go-to drink? Uh, liquor or what? What? Whatever it is, you know. If we're coming Corn over, what, what is in what is in your hand and what is in your cup? PPR is going to be in one, and a corn liquor is going to be in the other. Woo! <laughs> I thought figured you were going to say it. I reckon <laughs> you boys will like that. I reckon you boys will like that. Oh yeah, we like it all <laughs> for sure. We're going to have some if we're having party there. We're going to have. You got it. Yeah, we're not trying to drink I'm water. We're traveling. <laughs> Oh, I got, water, I, I got some, I got some water for you, but you won't be hanging around too long with it. <laughs> <laughs> you better just sip it. <laughs> yeah, don't chug it. No, I've seen people make that mistake with some of that stuff. Oh yeah, <laughs> it don't take much neither. No, oh, no, but, just a little shot. And that's it. At least for me, what what oh, I've yeah. had inside of the store is that one little shot, and but I'm good. It's a long <laughs> I'll still get up and do things, but it's gonna be a slow pace. <laughs> but, uh, you got any other questions, barbecue questions, Jenny? I've got no questions. Like I said, I'm just I, I'm I'm looking at the website. I'm asking y'all to go check it out. Uh, still, their shine sauce. I'm looking at all these products, and there is a ton of options, a ton of things. You can't go wrong uh, with it. Um, just have to see. I've been, like I said, this is what I've been looking at most of the time. So uh, go check it out and go order for it for sure because uh, you're not going to go wrong for sure. You want to share that that website and show those products for them? Um, can I? Get at it. I do have it pulled up. One second here. And why is pulling that up, Dave? Where can where can they find you on social media and all that? Uh, at Facebook and Instagram at Shine Sauce nineteen twenty, and uh, Twitter. That'll just click right on over. Um, those are the only social platforms I'm on. But um, I'm in. As you mentioned earlier, Randy, I don't know. I'm probably in 25 or 28 barbecue groups. So uh, an enormous amount of posting goes on there throughout the week. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm telling you. You make me hungry when I see some of those fancy posts. Yeah, I kind of do things a little different than everybody else. Yeah, me and froze. Um, I can hear y'all. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah, yeah we can hear you. I think your screen probably. I need a new computer. This thing's about as old as when you started making sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I think it did freeze. Let's be honest. Culinary uh, adventure is what I'm looking at. Uh, Oh yeah. Me, while let's pull it, let me let me exit out and see if I can get it back real quick. I'll be right back. And, and while he's doing that, what's that? What's that website, Dave? That they can go to? It's www.stilltheirshinesauce.com. And uh, you know, everybody always asks me, "Well, how'd you come up with that name?" And uh, it's pretty simple. The still is because that's where the liquor comes from to make all my sauces. 
and there it's because the bootlegger still survives. So we're all still there. So you make all the, the sauces out of the still? All the sauces contain corn liquor, 7% liquor at the cook. Oh, yeah. Every single one. Oh, shit. No wonder why they're so good. Yeah, every single <laughs> sauce. Oh, wow. Yeah, I haven't read all the ingredients on there. I know I've read uh, some of them. Uh, yeah, but I mean, just, just you know, just the cool stuff of starting with fresh onion and fresh garlic is, is already enough of a hook for people that are like, wow, that's so super different. Oh, yeah. You got it going on there, Junior. That looks good. I'm telling you, like I said, I've been clicking on this. You got swag that you can go buy with it. You want the bigger stuff, the half gallon. Um, I like the grilling kits. I will say that. That is a, an interesting thing. But if you're looking at your sauces, there there they all are. Um, Definitely the cherry bomb or pig polish. If you got if you got it in the half gallon, that's what I'd recommend for everybody. Someone going to say, why, why should I get it that much? You're going to need that much. <laughs> you, exactly. And we, we did the uh, every every year we do this event called the Southern Christmas Show in November, and it's it's basically a fifteen day Christmas show. And uh, I I had I had a boy come, and it was early. It was like the first Thursday, and he came up there with his family and says, "Well, I guess I'm just going to take two jars of that that vinegar sauce." I said, "All right." I said, but a two jars, but I'm going to charge you. You could just go ahead and buy you a half gallon. He says, nah, that's too much. That boy came back Saturday, bought two half gallons. <laughs> he says, it wasn't you. enough. I said, I told you. <laughs> try to tell people, trying to live it up. Yeah, you got your half gallon. The the grilling kits, that seems to be like a good, uh, I would think, good starter kits if you want to. Yeah, so so the, the cool thing in that thing, Junior, that you can't see is in that kit, you see you got the two sauces in the rub, but in that kit, there's actually two smoking planks. Oh. And you can see how you can pick your planks right there. So all of them come with alder hickory, but if you want cherry maple, cherry alder, you know, whatever you want, we can make that. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. And all of them are logo stamped and all of them have directions on the back. So it's really a cool kit. So the idea of the kit is all you need is protein in a grill. Everything else is in there. You don't need anything else. And I was looking at the thing and it's cool because you do have the, the facts the nutritional facts. So oh, yeah. uh, people, if you're questioning it, go to it and check it out for sure. Uh, and then I think you had the, those were the grilling kits. Just And there's a rub kit in there too. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's the rub. There's your, all your rub, the rubs yeah. and stuff. Yeah, and those are just as you see them. There's no, there's no grilling plank in them. That box wouldn't hold a grilling plank. It's, <laughs> it's you know, it's a okay, that's a pretty small one. <laughs> yeah, it's a collection of uh, of three rubs that I kind of say go in that direction of beef, chicken, pork, fish, and veggie. Um, but you know, all my products have little pictures on them, which tell you suggestively what I think they all go with. So just because it says fish on the outside of the box doesn't mean that's all you can do with it. That's just to kind of start you off. Correct. And that's a great point because I always said that with people is like, try it on different things. Uh, I've put some rub stuff on some eggs or whatever, just to get, try it out. Let's give it a different seasoning. And, you know, uh, it's kind of like, Oh, this does taste good on that. This does taste good on that. Oh, so yeah. uh, for sure. 
Uh, and then, like I said, you also, if you're looking at trying to find uh, without ordering online, you want to go into the locations. He's got a bunch of them. Uh, and then again, like I said, I wasn't making it up way at the bottom. If you're in France, pick it up. <laughs> and oh, yeah. I would pick it up while you're over there if you do travel uh, out there. And then you've got some recipes on here as well, which is also uh, pretty good. And like I said, you're a trained chef, so uh, it, you know they're going to be good. You know it's going to be yeah, I got a couple of things there, and I'm working on a couple other things to, to 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 change them up this year a little bit. They've been on there about a year, um, and the reason I don't put a lot of recipes on there is because you you can't really hit what people are going to make. You know, they always you're at a festival or they call you or you know they hit you online. You know, what am I going to do with this? So you know yeah. that that's kind of where all that drives from. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, everything you need is right there. And then, of course, if you just need to contact him on there. But looks great. Tanya, get y'all some, some of that cherry bomb or pig posh in that half gallon. Can't go wrong. <laughs> you can't. Yeah. For sure. When I had them at that festival, man, I was like, oh, my goodness. These are, these are really <laughs> I'm going to have to get some. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Those are amazing. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's all the questions we, I guess, had. All we got for right now. Yeah. Well, guys, uh, I, I, I appreciate that opportunity. Yeah. Before we wrap it up, uh, we're just going to turn it over to you for a second. You know, if there's people you want to thank along that you have helped you along your way, family, friends, whoever it is, uh, workers, this is your time to thank them. <laughs> publicly well I'll, I'll be real honest with you there's only one person i'm gonna thank and that's my damn wife because well she got to put up with a load of crap from me right there. <laughs> man she <laughs> would be so to put up with me that's all oh, i can yeah. tell you yeah. Woo. Yeah, i'm a handful <laughs> he got it out the way. Most people, we've had some forget about it, and they're like, oh, wait, 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 my wife. I guess the wife yeah. walked in the room. Yeah, and we had one wait a minute. Huh? Anybody else you want to thank? You sure? Thank you for that. Yeah, no, that's it right there. Yeah. I mean, I tell you, I tell you a quick story about, about, about that. So, you know, she's, she's always my taste tester, not with the hot things, because she doesn't like hot, but I, I tell you, she, <laughs> I, I brought that pig polish home one day right in the beginning, right when I was just starting to get it right. And she looks at me and she goes, what are you going to do with that? And I said, well, I'm going to, I'm going to put it in a jar, honey. You know, she says, no, you're not. You're making that just for me. <laughs> so that's how that came about. That's her favorite right there. Yeah, definitely. That's some good stuff. I can see why she wanted All right, it. guys, I appreciate it. <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah. But yeah, well, We'll wrap this up. Uh, I'll go first, and I'll let Jenna wrap it up, just like he normally does. Uh, definitely, like I said, check out his products. I mentioned it before in podcasts. Still there, Shine Sauce. It is definitely good. I don't want to you know, miss out on some good stuff. There is unique flavors out there, so whatever you're looking for, uh, buy something. Give it a try. Um, you can't go wrong with that cherry bomb or that big polish. Uh, and then, of course, my small business shout out was Char 380. Uh, again, if you're looking for a good brisket class to come out to on February 19th at 4 p.m., 
uh, come out and see me. Uh, we'll talk some brisket. I'll show you how I trim briskets and everything like that. You can criticize publicly to me. I won't care. Uh, that'd be good fun. Basically, is all, all, all it'll be. Uh, if you want to try our rubs and sauces, go to BigSleeveBarbecue.com. Uh, like we said before, give it a try once. Give it a second try if you don't, if you don't like it. Definitely let us know. Any kind of feedback is good feedback. Uh, you, hey, you never know. You just may get hooked on a big taste, big flavor, big Salinas. That is what I got. What you got, Junior? Uh, again, thanks to our guest today. Go check it out uh, again at stillthereshinesauce.com. Uh, you, can, you can't go wrong. I have a feeling I'll be placing an order soon, so don't be surprised if you see that come through. Uh, but like I said, it is uh, going to be great to go out there. Uh, and again, I have a, the Leadership Prep Lady Lions softball team. They don't want to be called ladies. I'm sorry. The Leadership Prep Lions softball team. Uh, we're getting started. It's only their fourth season in there. I've got some sponsorship opportunities. That the possibilities are endless of what we can do. So if you're interested in that, hit me up on uh, any of the social medias, and we'll reach out. Uh, we'll go from there. We'll have communications and talks uh, with that so we can help get them equipment that they need so that they can actually feel proud to be uh, doing this task uh, and, of course, making sure their grades are up as well. But uh, that's really what we have for today. We again, thank you for it. If you're watching us on YouTube, hit that subscribe and like button. Check us out on all the social media sites. Uh, and whatever you do in life, whatever you're doing, do it with love, do it with passion, and we will see you down the road.